This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlick. Ain't that right there, Jimbrush Cat? <laughs> and we are reviewing yet another movie for you guys. We cried, had our emotional, um, almost two-hour review um, last week of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, we needed something a little bit more lighthearted um, yeah, this something, week. Something to cleanse the palate. Yeah, something to just change it up a little bit. Something that was going to be completely Something that doesn't make our heart seen. hurt. Yeah, that was just kind of like a fun ride. So we saw Ugly Dolls this week, and we're going to quickly review it. I don't think this is going to be no two-hour review. Um, <laughs> that would be Dolls. odd. <laughs> if we had a review longer than the actual movie... That would have been something. Like, Endgame came close. Endgame came close to the length of the movie. Yeah. If we would have put, like I said, the our actual second, topic. What was that our first topic there, of the yeah. actual podcast? It would have been a two-hour and 45-minute review. It would have been almost as long as the movie. Would have been nearly well, 15 minutes. I would have just put 15 minutes of filler in there. Yeah. Just to Obviously, make it Obviously, we would just expand it on shit we already yeah, talked just, about. Just to expand it. But we are reviewing Ugly Dolls. If you are new to a Rick and Johnny Movie review, how we do is we kind of stay in a non-spoiler mode um, to start. Then we go into a spoiler mode, kind of talk about things where we open it up to, hey, we don't care if we spoil the movie at that point. Then at the end, we give a show stealer who's the MVP of the movie, who stole the show. And then we give our rating. This one will probably be out of ugly dolls. five ugly dolls. Um, so we will give a rating one through five, one being the worst, five being the absolute best. If you've also seen the movie, let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. But before we get into everything, make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That's where you can help support us. Make sure that we can keep doing these podcasts for you guys each and every week, each and every day. And the big goal for 2019 is to get us a new studio. We're in a 12 by what? 10 by 12 is what we Something like that. Um, decided. Um, and that was the argument on the fast I know, break. I didn't take a measure. I don't have a tape measure with me right now. And I think we used Mark's feet because the thing that we argued on the fast break is if we would have used your feet, that might have been a, not a standard foot. Actually, just because I think last time I measured my actual shoe, it was mm-hmm. like actually a foot. Okay. I know with Mark, shoe it was sizes about are. 10 steps, 12 steps. He's a, he's this actual size 12? I don't know. I okay. don't know what well, size then, Mark then, is. Then. I, he, he, I am betting he is a little smaller than a 12. Well, then he's not. Um, so I'm going to just say. his right. I'm just saying 10 by 12. Huh? I'll just bring it to. to do you remember, remind me next week. I'm bringing his tape measure. We okay. will actually get the The point is we are in a small box is basically where we record. And it's not even our studio. Um, we borrow this studio. We have the gracious of Pete who's been on our WWE podcast let us use his studio um, and we want a studio of our own so we have more freedom and have more space to do better things for you guys so patreon.com backslash most of podcast bronze silver or gold tier can help us out everything we raise in 2019 goes towards that new studio for MVP but Johnny let's get into the actual review of Ugly Dolls first thing I'll ask you is what I ask you every single movie review what was your general thought of this movie i thought it was a pretty good movie actually um for obviously a children's movie um a 
different grading scale than like Avengers yes. Endgame. Oh god, or, very like, different grading Pet scale. Cemetery because it's one of those like children. Like this is what the third animated movie I we've think seen so. this year with How to Train Your Dragon being one, Wonder Park being another, fourth and then. now Ugly Dolls. Because you missing Link. Missing Link. I forgot about that one. So yeah, the so this fourth, fourth one animated movie that we've seen this year. Yeah, um, I mean it was a really good movie. Um surprisingly big cast mm-hmm. like i mean and i don't mean like oh wow they had a lot of people no it's like a big name casting with like in- gabriel Iglesias, mm-hmm. wanda sykes um kelly clarkson and blake shelton just to name a few mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, and not even that like and this is going to be something we kind of expand on in spoiler mm-hmm. mode um but like not even that but like even today as we were looking at the imdb like emma roberts who was She's not as big as, like, Kelly Clarkson, but yeah. you know her from We Are the Millers, um, the comedy with, oh, what's his name? Um, SNL, he was in Horrible Bosses. Oh, Sudeikis. Um, Sudeikis was the lead in that one. I think it's Jason. Jennifer Aniston was yeah, in there, too. I forgot Jennifer Aniston was in that one also. Um, and then Jane Lynch was also in this movie. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Like, even as a secondary role, and, I mean, that's going to be something that I bring up. In spoiler mode, the thing that I liked most about this movie was the thing that I feel like it pitched, but I can't remember if it pitched it a lot in the trailer. No. I know it pitched it a lot like a, I'm guessing I know what you're talking about, but I just said no anyways. Go ahead. Take a guess. Um, The music. The music. Yeah, like, no. I don't think they really had much of any of the music in the if trailers. If I showed you the trailer, you would have thought it was just a regular animated movie. However, yeah. they did... like. In their marketing, they did say, like, oh, the the movie musical event of the year. Um, and, of course, they had a little music in the trailer, but they did a great job. Like, it was a hard thing to do because you didn't want to give away the songs. Yeah. Um, But also you wanted it to feel like, hey, this is going to be a musical event. I feel like in the trailer leading up to this, they really banked on, hey, if we're going to have Pitbull, Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton. We're going to have all these names that we're True, telling it's you a about. lot of musicians. You're assuming it's going to be a musical See, my thought is if you're going to, if you're maybe to do a, uh, just the first song from the movie then. Mm, just a I little guess. snippet of the first song. Yeah. Would have given it to you if, hey, this is a musical, guys. Kind of like how the Lego movie had. Did Everything they have, is awesome. Did they have that in the trailer? Uh, I think they did. In the first one, yeah, I believe they did a little bit. That's right. I think they did because that's how it freaking caught on. Like, yeah, well, because they had the movement. second one come out that made some other really catch, catchy yeah. song. I think it's actually called This Is a Catchy Song or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. And You're I'm right. like, I'm like, okay, you got my attention only because I can't get this out of my freaking head. Yeah, and I mean, the thing with this, I will say, is this movie is built for... Like, obviously, if you if you have kids Take or you have kids you. that, well, I mean, I'm going to say it's not for, it might be for every kid, um, but the kid it's really going to be for is if your kid loves music, take them to see this. Um, or if your kid just likes flashy colors, because the ugly dolls are all vibrant colors. Yeah, that's true. Um, until a part of the movie that won't maybe spoil um in spoiler mode but i mean no, i'm probably spoiling spoiler it's mode overall a good musical ride if you have a kid take your kid this could be even like i even thought during the movie like this could have been a fun date movie yeah i think um, so if you and your um girlfriend boyfriend are into that stuff cuz it kind of plays out like a musical in mm-hmm. its form 
Um, but any other things you think? Because this is obviously not a ton to keep out of non-spoiler. But no, the thing I, mean, I really want to get into is going to have spoilers in it. So is there anything that you want to mention in non-spoiler mode before we segue right into to me this mode. is probably for like if you want to take your kids between 3 and 12 mm-hmm. it's probably a good range unless they're older and they like this kind of stuff then yeah take them to go see it again agree with you as well it's also a good date movie mm-hmm. um well i would say it's a good date movie one if the, your significant other is into it i mean yeah and that's the whole thing like, it's a cute movie to go see because like there are there are the general is like guys like you and i like yeah. hey we would go see this but there are also like Adults that are like, no way, no way I'm taking, uh, going on a date to see this movie. Exactly. Um, but what we are going to do is segue into spoiler mode. So for Ugly Dolls, if you care about spoilers, because um, this is another movie where it's like, mm, spoil it, I don't care. Um, but if you do care, pause it. We'll be here. You can go see the movie. Come back. We'll be here waiting for you. Um, so we are going to jump into spoiler mode now. And the thing I want to start with, yes. And the reason why I didn't say the entire cast because there are some that I wanted it to be like, oh wow, that's a freaking surprise. Um, but the thing that I was thinking, this thought came up before we started the podcast today, because mm-hmm. um, I saw an article basically that the Intruder, Ugly Dolls. And uh, what's the other movie? Oh, the long long shot, which is a Seth Rogen yeah. comedy, all got affected by Avengers Endgame. Yep, second weekend where for Ugly Dolls is right now as we are recording this on Sunday morning, um, they have only made eight point five million dollars. This movie, the budget for this movie, according to Wikipedia, forty five. To $53 million. The interesting thing we'll see is what happens on the second weekend Mm -hmm. for this. I almost feel like this is something that I'm thinking in my head. Was this, it's either one of three things and it could be more multiple of these. Number one, is it just we're blaming Avengers Endgame? We shouldn't have come out the weekend after Endgame because this was going to be such a big movie that, of course, second weekend was going to eat into our screen time. That's number one. However, the kind of sub, uh, like the 1A of that is, yes, you and I saw Avengers Endgame. Yes, we also saw Ugly Dolls. But how much of the Avengers um, audience is going to come over and see Ugly Dolls. Exactly. Because they don't overlap Not a too lot. much. So that's 1-1-A. One, one Number two, the cast. This is a cast that had some big names, even in some non-big roles. It had Pitbull, Ice-T in, I'm going to say Ice-T in in Fairly small role. A very small role. He yeah. Had, literally. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah literally. Um, as he was Peggy, um, the Pegasus horse. But I mean... I mean, well, yeah, Jane he Lynch is a scanner. Exactly. Like, Jane Lynch is a scanner. Emma Roberts, Gabriel Iglesias, Wanda Sykes. I mean, honestly, Blake even Shelton. Blake Shelton wasn't even that big of a role in the most of it because mm-hmm. he wasn't in a lot of it. Yeah. He was in maybe, what, 20 minutes of the movie tops? Guess who was the explosion robot? Who? Rob Riggle. You're Rob telling Riggle. me he didn't get a good paycheck from this movie just for being... Why can't I think of who Ron... Rob, Rob Riggle is... Uh, Oh yeah, pa! what? 
In uh, Jesus, really? In um, Step Brothers. Yeah. The Catalina wine mixer. Pa! That's Rob Riggle. Yeah, wow. You guys spend a lot of money on this. Like, and I get it. Like, part, like even on the three, um, the three Damn. girl perfection dolls. Yeah. Of what are they? They Tuesday Kitty and Lydia. Yeah. I think were their names, or was it Mandy? One of the two. But like, Mandy was the one that l- was helpful. Yeah. So you had, for example, like BB Rexa, who right now is a very popular. Um, songwriter and singer in America. Charlie um, XCX, which the same thing. Popular singer as of right now. Um, and then you also had Mandy, who is Janelle Monet, who yet again is a very popular recording artist to where I almost feel like that's the one I'm leaning on is you spent way too much money on this cast. Yeah. But also another thing that I'm going to throw in there is, and this could be affected by number two, is it not doing well because of how this movie was marketed? Yes, we saw trailers well in advance for this movie. Like, we saw this trailer, I want to say, what, Pet Cemetery? Was that yeah, the first one I we saw it for? That or the one movie before, whichever movie was right before that. Let me see. So... Dumbo. Uh, Wonder Park or Dumbo. Yeah, it was one of those two. Because we saw it was Dumbo. I remember because in Dumbo I said, oh, we can now see that after Endgame and we can laugh after we cry. Yeah. Um, so it was Dumbo, which we saw this trailer. So that was well, like, end of March Yeah. that we've seen this. Um, but it's just, for me, I wonder, because the trailers that we saw weren't very different. I wonder if, is it Endgame that spoiled this? It's... Was it the cast being way too much money? Or was it that because they spent too much on the cast, the marketing just wasn't what they should have had for this movie? I think it was all three, to be honest. All three of them play into it. Because, yeah, Endgame kind of hit hard. Because, I mean, what, first weekend you and I saw Endgame, mm-hmm. almost every theater that we went to was filled with just Endgame. Well, I mean, even the theater and we I was went saying, to this Friday. This Friday, and that's what I was going to bring yeah. up next. It was still like, hey, we're walking down the aisle. Sorry, and, sorry, I beat you to your point. Yeah, no, we were walking down the aisle, like mm-hmm. the hallway to get to our theater and go, Endgame, Endgame, Endgame. And hell, I walked out and we don't do, we don't do this. I've actually never done this in my mm-hmm. life. We walked out and I'm like, Endgame starts at 11, dude. Yeah. You want to go see Endgame? Yeah, we've done that for Delta Farce. I've brought you did. I never. Di- I've actually never done yeah. it. When I say we, I meant Dave and I. Well, no, because my theater um, that I would go to as a kid, uh, um, mm-hmm. Chicago Ridge isn't really set up to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, for us, the theater that we went to, this was back in like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, where basically it wasn't it wasn't um, assigned seating at that time. No, same here, but... You... We're now with the assigned seating, it's like, fuck, if this thing's going to fill out, they're going to have the uh, like seat on their ticket. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's harder to do that now, but, like, with a movie like Ugly Dolls, you could do that for Ugly yeah. Dolls. No, but I was saying, like, for ours, mm-hmm. um, my theater went as a kid. Yeah. Like, concession stand was right in the middle. You had three theaters here, three theaters there. Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, what if I want to see a movie from that side? Well, I'm kind of screwed now because yeah. I don't want to see any of these two. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So and it's like I had never did because it, it was never set up for that. And just to throw it out, so for this weekend alone, yeah. based on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, our estimates, 
Um, let's see. I'll just do Friday and Saturday because we're Sunday, and Sunday is going to totally be um, an estimate. So you've got Endgame right now, which is, um, let's see, I'm at boxofficemojo.com. They have Avengers Endgame at number one at, it made 40, $40.6 million on Friday, 61.4 on Saturday. Then you had The Intruder. That was the one with, um, oh, shit, what's his name? Um, Dennis Quaid um, made $3.9 on Friday, $4.2 on Saturday. Long Shot, that's the Seth Rogen one, made um, $3.6 on Friday, $3.7 on Saturday. And then Ugly Dolls at fourth, 2.5 the day we saw it on Friday. 3.6 million the day we saw it on Saturday. Um, and then after that, it's just Captain Marvel was fifth, which surprises me because that's been out for months. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like Breakthrough, um, The Curse of La, La Llorona, um, Shazam, Little, and then Dumbo rounded out the top 10 for box office as of right now as we record Um on May fifth, Cinco de Mayo. Um, so really ugly dolls out of the Cinco new re- Mayo. out of the new releases, it came in fourth. And right now, and this is worldwide, like Avengers Endgame is estimated at like a forty three point seven for today. Yeah. Whereas Ugly Dolls, it's looking like they they're projected to make a two point three million today. <sighs> so I mean, I wow. get it, it's a Sunday, like. Saturday is going to be the main day. Um, Friday and Saturday shouldn't be the main, your main day. Days, yeah. um, but like even Endgame did better on Saturday. Most of the movies did better on Saturday um, because just more people have free time throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. To go to the movie, but, but I mean, like I feel like they spent way too much on this. It was a great cast. It was, but for the movie that you had, you spent way too much. Well, on I'm it. asking, like, like my thoughts were like, did you need um, Jane Lynch? Did you need Ice T? Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Did you need those? Like those three? Not that mm-hmm. saying like. Honestly, yeah. Did I'm not. I'm not trying to sound rude about that, but mm-hmm. it's like, did you need to hire them for such small roles? What? Um, Jane Lynch had what maybe three lines in the whole yeah. movie. She was a scanner robot. She was a scanner robot, which was shown yeah. twice. Yep. And then she was the the fe- electronic female voice, which was uh, probably the one that scanned. The announcer, yeah. Scanned and like tell mm-hmm. my family I love them. Pff, yeah. Before malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. That but was like, that was like three sets of lines. That's it. Or was she the or is that the announcer voice like for the gauntlet, like the. I don't remember. Okay, Announcing maybe. Announcing voice. Oh, maybe I would have five. To, I would have to see Ugly Dolls again to yeah. really but it's like, pay what, attention to that. Five lines then? Mm-hmm. Five or five yeah, appearances? But like, I'll even throw this out there. Yeah. And this might be a little bit more controversial. And I don't. And when I say this, like when we say like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have casted this person for this role. I get we're we're not trying to say, hey, I want to take the money out of this person's pocket. Like, I'm not mad at Rob Riggle. Jane Lynch, um, Ice T for taking this role. Get a fucking payday, especially an easy payday. Exactly. If you can do that. 
but the, it's like to save the movie money. That's what I'm saying. The like, producer should have thought better. I'm just explaining it to oh, I'm, the I'm masses, a, and I'm kind that, of that we're trying not, to help you. Ex- yeah, we're finish. not trying to bash that. Um, we're not trying to bash them. We're more so saying, hey, the producers and whoever should have thought. Hey, maybe yeah. we should save our money on these things by doing this. I'm gonna throw this one out though, and this one might be a little bit more controversial than those three. Yeah. Did you need Gabriel Iglesias in this movie? Because even after Wanda the Sykes. movie, well, Wanda, I will bat for because will Wanda you? was good in this movie. That's like, at true. Least, a, I knew it was Wanda Sykes. That's true. And she was really fucking good in this movie. Like she would probably be third on my show Steelers. Oh, really? Um, wow. like. Her character, she was classic Wanda Sykes. That's like, true. Like, for example, the part when everything is all gloom. That was a spoiler I thought we may or may not spoil. There it is. Yep. Um, When they're all gloomy where it's like, oh, we're rejects and we're ugly dolls. Um, when she, everyone's like talking about the plan and this and she's like, oh, no, you ain't you ain't whipping me into that. I was never, ever okay with that. You ain't bringing any into this pity party. Basically. Yeah. Um, like, she was spot she on. She was... And, all, the, and that's the thing I'm getting at. I'm glad you sites. brought her up. Yeah, that's true. At least I knew it was her. Yeah. Like, Gabriel Iglesias... I didn't saw, know. We saw it in the trailer. It's like, oh, Gabriel... Gabriel Iglesias was Babo? What? I didn't even sound like him. Even when I told Dave, who didn't see the movie, Dave's like, really? Because Fluffy has a unique voice to him. Exactly. It sounded like it he is. wasn't trying to be Gabriel Inglis. He was trying to be Babo. Yeah. Which is a... Should have just been that's Gabriel. An artistic de- that's an artistic decision, but I did not even recognize it was Fluffy until the credits. Can we agree that you didn't need to pay Emma Roberts to be Wedgehead, though, then? See, but in one of those ones where I, I will say Emma Roberts out of the ones that we've mentioned, probably and yet again, don't have the exact breakdown, but based off of what she's been in, probably was not one of the highest was not one, not of, one the of the ones highest. Was, but tell me you didn't spend some money on that name. I don't think I'm going to say I don't think so, because the things that she's known for on her Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. we are the Millers. Aquamarine in 2006, The Art of Getting By, and Nerve. She's not one of, like, to me it was the bigger problem is getting a guy like Ice-T to play Peggy. Yeah, Because Ice-T gonna get a paycheck even if he's coming in for a few lines. I'm just overall saying to save money, though. Yeah, I mean, you could have, but I don't think... I don't think a role like that... If we're cutting corners, Ricky, we may as well cut corners. Yeah, I think the, the main three problems to me... Were one the um, Ice T, Jane Lynch, Rob Riggle? Yeah, because they were just way too lesser roles, and for the name that you had, and that's the thing the studio has to also take into mind too. Uh, so I'm also I'm putting STX, which was STX Entertainment and STX Family, um, as the production company for this. I am putting all of the blame on them mm-hmm. because. They should have known, or the casting. Does it say who the casting was by on here? Um, let's see. No, it doesn't. But you should know that. Hey, you know. Yeah, no casting by Ruth Lambert and Rob Rob McGee. Okay, so put the blame on them because you should know coming in, and also the production company who's spending the money on this mm-hmm. should know, like, well, hey... Well, the producer should have stepped in, too, then. How much money are we gonna, like, how much money are we gonna make on this to where how much money can we spend? Because 
the thing is, and this is the beautiful thing about these movies, is I felt I feel like looking at it. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that tried to hit it out of the park. And didn't expect and didn't think about how much money they would be coming in. I would I would actually love to pick the producer's brain and actually ask them if when they were coming out with this movie and making this movie and once they had the date set, did they even think that Endgame would play into taking yeah, the that's a, that would away. be a good question. Like for for whoever's in charge of that, that's the producers, or if there's like, mm-hmm. hey, this this department of like, um, oh god, I forgot what it's called. Uh, where you're trying to, which is basically like just the production company, which is setting the date. No, no, to release. Well, not just that. Like um, when you're promoting it, um, marketing, marketing. Yeah, well, like again, that's what also comes into it. It's like you didn't really, unless you paid re- really close attention to the trailers. How do you know it was a musical? Yeah, I didn't until we went into it. Until you told me, it's like, oh, by the way, this is a musical. I go, remember, I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Because hmm. I didn't think anything of the cast because I wasn't really paying attention that hard to the trailers. You know what's funny? To know that. According to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. guess what's coming to Hulu sometime in the future? Huh. An Ugly Doll, untitled Ugly Dolls animated series. Interesting. So you're going to spend, like, and here's the thing. Oh, I man. bet you, based off of this, I bet you it's one of those series where it's like, huh, you know... Kelly Clarkson was the voice in the movie. Why isn't she the voice in the series? Oh, they're cutting corn. Like, remember those series when we were kids? Where yeah, it's, it's like, like, this doesn't this sound like the, the person from the movie. Yeah, this isn't the voice that I remember. Or like or like video game, for example. And I, Troy Barker's amazing, by the way. Um, but it's like in one of the Batman games, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is not Kevin Conroy. And I can I feel that this is not. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Also with the Joker. Ooh, this is this is not Mark Hamill. Although Troy Bar- Barker's doing a great job, this is not Mark Hamill, and I know about it. Like for that, I feel like uh, we're gonna get lesser names. Uh, so Pitbull, Ice T. Sorry guys, uh, we're gonna we're gonna only pay for one person. Yeah, it might be Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, it's either that. Or it's like, hey, we'll pay. It's like either we'll pay for Kelly Clarkson or we'll pay for Pitbull, which had a decently. Size role in it. It's like, we'll get one big name. Whoever we can get to kind of sound like you, we're going to pay for that instead. Basically, It's um, like, okay, whichever, we'll pay for the one that we can't get to sound like you. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I wanted to look at is, so I went, yeah, I went to the TV and television one um, for film. What's the STX Entertainment Films? Um, so even, so STX has only been around since 2015. Mm-hmm. Looking at their movies, oh, let's see. What's one that I actually, hmm. Okay, they've had some ones where it's like, so like, for example, um, Gringo is one of theirs. That's one that came out Hmm. last year early on. Den of Thieves, which didn't do that well. That was the one with, uh, oh, what's his name? He was in Geostorm. He was... uh, he was uh, Spart- well, not Spartacus, um, Leonidas in um, Gerard Butler. Yeah. That was the Gerard Butler one where it's like, hey, oh, God, guess what STX Entertainment did in 2017? What? Valerian. Oh, hey. Yeah. How much we love that movie, right? Um, but basically looking at their, so 
budget and gross, I'm just going to do this really quick. So their last few movies. So Ugly Dolls, $45 million budget, $2.5 gross. Best, the best of enemies. Even. $10 million to make, $10 million made. We broke even. Um, the Upside actually did really good. They spent $37.5 to make it. It made $122 million. Second act, um, spent 16, made 72. Peppermint make made double its money. Um, the Happy Time Murders, which I would say is an adult version of trying to do Ugly Dolls, but in the real life. That was the one with... Um, an adult Sesame with, Street. Yeah, basically. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. That one they spent forty to forty-seven million and mm-hmm. only made twenty-seven point five million. Wow! Yeah, that's a point. They didn't make two hundred and seventy-five million. They made two twenty-seven point five. Um, mm. Let's see, really quick, just a couple like Valerian. Valerian, they made money, although it was a bad movie. Um, but that was the hype Excuse just me. because of Valerian. Oh, they actually came out with also, ooh, that was probably a good one for them, too. Ha- remember Hardcore he- uh, Hardcore Henry? Yeah, that was, I actually bought that one. Guess how much that movie cost them to make budget? How much? Two million? Two million. Guess how much they made? 16.8. Not a huge gross, but hey, when you only spent two million on the yeah. film. I mean, to be fair, it was just a guy all, with like a... Because it's all first person. It's all first person. It's like just mm-hmm. a guy... With like a, a GoPro yeah. doing parkour. That was it. Hardcore parkour, man. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, hardcore parkour. So like they I mean, no they, shit, man. They've had some hits, but it's like I wonder with ugly I wonder with ugly dolls, based off of how this went, what that's gonna mean for the Hulu series. Um because that is one where I feel the biggest problem of this movie had nothing to do with the actual movie. It just had to do with the cast. Mm-hmm. They paid way too much for the cast. The movie was good. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can't think, and yet again, I'm not in CGI, I'm not in animation. I don't think that anima- the animation that was going into Ugly Dolls would have cost you $47 million. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's see. I'm going to pull up Wonder Park, for example, because... Besides, like, Matthew Broderick and... Um, Mia. Um, no, uh, Jennifer Gardner. Besides, like, them... Oh, maybe the cast of, like, Mia, Mia Kuhl, Like, that, had, Mia, a, that yeah. had a good cast. Um, let's see. That one cost... All right. They spent more than Ugly Dolls. They spent 80 to 100 mil on Wonder Park. But when I'm thinking about it, their, their special effects were different. That and is ugly parks. Yeah. Ugly um, dolls. Ugly, ugly dolls. parks. <laughs> but guess how much Wonder mo- Dolls. But guess how much money Wonder Park made? More. Eleven point nine million dollars. Like it made more money. And I think that's the crux of this. Like, was this a good movie? Yeah, because like now actually talking about the movie, I know people are gonna be like, guys, you're really harping on the cast and stuff, but I knew that was gonna be a big discussion of this podcast. Yeah. The thing I loved most about this movie was the music. Mm-hmm. Like, the music was the best part. And I just, I wish that it was... Marketed better? Marketed. I wish it was marketed as a musical movie yeah. and actually made me... Like, you may have They should have marketed it as a musical because that's what I felt it was. 
I mean, they should have because I mean, you may have gotten even more people to see it, come see it too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, hey, they, we don't do you don't see musicals that often come out. Like yeah. the kid, what was the last kids musical we had come out? Because Dumbo wasn't. Yeah. I'm Unlike the usual Disney movies. Yeah, I mean. The old Disney movies basically were musicals. They were. So it's, um, that's why it's like, okay, we haven't had one of those in a while. Probably yeah. bring your kids to go see it. It'd probably be like, hey, sort of. It, I'm overall just trying to say it probably would have brought a little bit more people in. Let's see. Musical Def kid movies. That's the power of uh, Google, right? I can yeah. type this into. I mean, I'm looking here. So. Trolls came out in 2016. That was probably the last one where it was like, hey, this has a song from Justin Timberlake. This is it. This one's got music. Um, but, like, besides that, like, Coco 2017, Moana in 2016. Disney. Frozen in 2013. Disney. Um, yeah, some of these are older. Like, <laughs> The Sound of Music, 1985. Yeah, when did uh, Beauty and the Beast come out? The original Beauty and the No, no, Beast? I'm talking about the one where you and I saw it. Oh, that one was 2017. 2017. That was the first year we did reviews. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, though, like, and I don't remember a lot of, like, other musicals since then. Because you and I usually go try and see, like... Musical ones because we're musical people. Exactly. Which I did find funny that... So, the movie starts... It's basically, like, after the little exposition of, like, hey, this is how the ugly dolls are ugly dolls, mm -hmm. right into the so first song like Kelly Clarkson. And even you said out loud, and I heard you, you're like, wow, they're already going to hit us over the face with it. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was happy with Like, it. they got right into the music. Like, oh, shit. Because a lot and of them, like, build up. that first song was kind of long. Not saying it's a bad thing, but, like, that was a long song. Yeah. So, like... That's another thing, too. I wonder, That's a cold day. I wonder if the songs were a little bit longer because it's like, hey, if we're paying these motherfuckers to be in we're this gonna movie, have them sing. we're going to have them sing. Yeah, we're going to pay you. You're going to sing. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, that's a good point with Blake Shelton because when they went off to Perfection Land, he wasn't there. You had him for what? One song? Like Shelton. Did the only song he sang was in the beginning? No. And then he, he sang, sang the end song. He sang a little chunk of the end song. Wow. You paid him That's, for a, a song and a half. That seems like a very, very big oversight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the biggest crux of this movie. Like, otherwise, the story isn't great, but I didn't expect an in-depth story. It's a children's. This one. It's a children's movie, so I expected, like, a children's-style story. The thing I did like with it, and yet again, I'm a mind of a man-child now, not a mind of an actual child. Um, but the thing that I think of is, do you think kids are going to... It is the theme of this going to go over kids' heads, where the underlying theme is, hey... People might call you ugly. You might be different than everyone else, but it's okay. Our imperfections are our perfections. Bingo. Yeah. Like at the end, Depends on how old they are. At the end, I did find, I did like it because as soon as she was like in the girl's room, the I little was girl like, smiled, same. I was waiting. I was missing. like, okay, what's the imperfection with this girl? Because until that point, looks like she's got a nice home. Looks like she's got a nice room. All right, doesn't look like an ugly child, and then she showed the teeth were in the same three of them. Basically, as like the, ugly the insecurities dog. are what basically, yeah. Co it's a coping mechanism. The, mm -hmm. Her insecurities were helps out with having an ugly doll. Yeah, mm -hmm, exactly, and that's what I was waiting for. And then she smiled, and I was like, Ah, there, there it is. is. 
That's the thing that's wrong. Well, I mean, with come you. on. How many children, like at a certain age, are like kind of subconscious when they're losing the front teeth? A little bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I deal with it a little bit more because I'm a teacher. There are some students that like will not smile because they don't like it. Yeah. But then there's the other students that are like, "Hey, look, I lost a tooth," and they'll like pull up their lip and try to show you. And it's like, "All right, you lost a tooth. Like, congratulations, congratulations. Um, please don't come near me because I don't want to get sick." Um, basically don't, don't, don't pull up your lip. Uh, now go wash your hands. Cause you've got your spit all over your hands. Um, you know what bugs me? And this huh. is all right. This is my little PSA for if you're a parent out there or you're an uncle or an aunt, or you know, kids in general, teach your kid or teach a kid today. That's your assignment for today. Um, teach a kid how to properly sneeze and cough into their arm. Yes. Because yesterday, I, li- I literally had it happen twice. One was a first grader, sneezed all over the desk without covering. But I'm like, it's a first grader. I'll teach him how to, like, cover. Had an eighth grader turn to his right and just sneeze without even covering. I'm like, hey, can we uh, cover our uh, face on that one, uh, champ? Thanks. Um, but my PSA is yeah. over. Just popped oh, into my head a little bit. I agree with you on that. You just got to teach them how to sne- teach them how to sneeze in their hands. But anything you think we need to bring up before no, we I end mean, this one. I, I just want to reiterate because we hit a lot on like why why it didn't succeed. I want to say it, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good cast. Oh, was it to amazing? Pick. Was, no. Was it above average? No. But it was good. It was good. And it would be worth mm-hmm. taking your kids to go yeah. see it or a fun like little date night. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good movie. But it's not a movie that's like, oh my god, I gotta go see Ugly Dolls. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not Endgame. Oh man, I gotta see this movie. It's um, definitely not Endgame. <laughs> let's move then into the last part of our review where we give our show stealer, which is our MVP of the movie, and then we give our rating. Johnny, I'm gonna go first with the show stealer. Yeah. Usually I don't do that um, because I'm still thinking. But this one's easy to me. It's Ugly Doll. Pitbull, baby. Ugly Mr. dog? Mr. 305. Yeah, Mr. I'm, ugly dog. I was going to say, because ugly dog, you're giving it to the whole movie? Pitbull, <laughs> like, if it's me and you were telling me, Ricky, you got to only pick two of these cast members to pick. It's the main character in Moxie. I'm keeping Kelly Clarkson as that voice. Hey, you got to give me Pitbull. Like, Pitbull as ugly dog, like, he had the the suave, like, when he was like, he was Pitbull. hey, mamacita. Like, uh, he was Pitbull. And then when she's like, later, and he's like, Oh, well, I don't know. That was my best line. <laughs> she must not have understood because that was yeah, my best she, line. She must not have understood what I was saying in Spanish. But yeah, basically, he was Pitbull. And I mean, I know Pitbull is an acquired taste. Um, <laughs> I know. Shout out to uh, Mark's uh, wife, who's a huge Pitbull fan. Uh, maybe I should tell Mark that uh, Take him, go and see him, this? him and his wife should go see this because she's a huge Pitbull fan. But yeah, he to me was like the comedy that he had and just the like suaveness of his character he was perfect for what they wanted Ugly Dog to be, and that's mm-hmm. why he's going to be my show stealer. What about you? I'm giving my show stealer to Moxie. Yeah, trope of to oh, who? Moxie. Who? Kelly Clarkson. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. You want the actress? I want the actress. The only time we get, we give it to a character is like Dumbo. Who yeah, I know. A... Yeah. Um, no, I'm giving it to Kelly Clarkson because uh, I mean she just played the whole character as Moxie Behind so well. Hazel eyes, Johnny. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, no, she played out Moxie as I a good character. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't know how to explain without seeing going saying go she see the made movie. Me, she made me believe. She yeah. made me buy into the character of Mox. Exactly. Thank you. Because uh, that, that was your uh, secondary, mm-hmm. wasn't it? You said? Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Because like she was one where made me buy into Moxie. And she made she made me buy into Moxie's Moxie. Yeah, she was yeah she was so perfect. Like her voice and her attitude was so perfect. Fits so well with the character, the character of like, of Moxie. like never give up. The scene, I'm gonna do the scene at the end where goal. she like gave up on the what, everything. What well she thought what she thought was uh, the trial. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna lose the trial because I'm going to make this child, which was a yeah. robotic baby, feel better, mm-hmm. which. Inevitably made them all pass. Yeah, except that's for Mc- the point of a doll. Except for Mc- Nick Jonas. Yeah, <laughs> I'd run your gauntlet. Wow, right over the <laughs> whoa, right over the kids. Way, 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 right way. into my ear hole. Um, what? How many ugly dolls you giving it out of five? I'm gonna give it a three point five. All right, so we're we're consistent on this one. Yeah, I, I was. I originally was gonna give it a four, but the more I think about it, it's one of those where. Like, and this is the this is the thing that goes into grading with me mm-hmm. is I don't want. It's like I said to you before the podcast, yeah, um, where it's like middle school band, yeah. That is how it's supposed to be graded. Like, okay, you are going up against yourself, but at the same time, you you've got to set a standard with how we do these. Where it's like, if I gave How to Train Your Dragon a four. Like, okay, that is my standard for a four. Yeah, exactly. And did this live up to it? Not I mean, that, hey, this was better than that. Well, technically it was, but the music you know I mean. if it would have helped it more if like maybe a more of a storyline was there. That's what that's the main thing that's making a three point five is yeah. the music. I mean because, like, I, the story I said is in the theater a bear was, story. I mean I said in the theater after the the third time we see gibberish cat. It got a five. <laughs> yeah, it got a five. Ain't that right there, Jibber's Cat? <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, it was, the music was good. The story wasn't bad. It was just kind of um, bare. But it's like, it's one of those movies where it's like, it could have been better. But I don't think it's one of those where it's like, oh, man, the story really something Something like, it could have been better, but I'd really have to sit down and think about how. Exactly. Um, mainly, like I said, the main the main crux of this film was, I'm going to say marketing. Yeah. Marketing followed by casting, followed by endgame. Followed by time, timing. Yeah. You I came mean, out at a bad time. Mm-hmm. I, but then again, I mean, who would have thought? Because no other... And that's the thing. Even I if anyone... love to ask a producer or well, here's the thing that, Entertainment. Here's the thing I started question. thinking about is... When we start bringing it up, it's like, well, even Infinity Wars didn't like have bouncing down the aisle, mm-hmm. the uh, hallway of like almost every theater. Yeah, second weekend. Yeah, no, and it's like Endgame did. We came out and it was literally like five theaters still had Endgame. But I'm talking about like even first weekend, like mm-hmm. almost every theater was Endgame, except for okay, we gotta throw the other movies coming out this weekend into others. Which if someone came out during the weekend of Endgame, I am sorry for you. Let's see. Yeah, but I'll keep going on with what yeah. I was thinking about anyways. Um, is that I wonder if they thought about it. Well, no, they couldn't have thought about it. It's like maybe they saw that like almost every theater was going bouncing down the hallways of Endgame, almost every theater po- possible open. Mm-hmm. And they thought, oh, shit, our movie's coming out next weekend. We kind yeah. of we kind of uh, picked the shit weekend to do this. So let's see. Cinema Blend. 
let's see, January, February, March, April. So the only one they have on here for that weekend is Endgame. Okay, so so that maybe can't be right. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe no one's like. Maybe everyone's like. Every, everyone went Audi five thousand, bro. You can have this one all to yourself. <laughs> you can have this weekend, which is. I, I have a feeling that's possible. Every like almost everyone. If you were smart, you wouldn't. You have stepped away from the weekend event game. I mean, to put your movie out. Um. Well, I mean, come on. How many people have been following it? For 11 years. How many casuals like to go see those movies? Let's see. Box office. April 25th. Let's see if I can pull that up. Boom. Thank you, box office mojo. Um, Nope, that's not what I wanted, though. It gave me this weekend. I don't want this weekend. I want... I want every other weekend, but... I thought the curse of La 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 Yorona. Yorona. I thought that double came L is out a Y. The same weekend as uh, Endgame. Maybe it did. I thought it was, was it last weekend or this weekend. There we go. Here we go. I got it. Um, so the twenty fifth through the twenty eighth, and now they're in the process of updating their site. Thank you. Um, let's see, La Llorona, yeah, I'm not going to be able to find it, so someone else will have to find it, unless, real quickly here, because this is what you guys come to see me uh, type it on my tablet, um, wiki movie releases, Wikipedia's got to have us covered, right? Haha, 2019 in film, thank you, Wikipedia, um, wow, so the highest grossing films of 2019 right now? 2.1 2.1 billion right now worldwide is Avengers Endgame, so I'm pretty sure it passed. It's passing Avatar, basically. Mm. Um, and then number two at 1.1 billion, Captain Marvel. <laughs> so now they have the number one and number two highest grossing films. Let's see. Come down here. January, March, April. There we go. Yeah, no. The only one that Wikipedia has for that date, Avengers Endgame. I'm pretty sure everyone just Audi 5000. Yeah, you're right. The Curse of La La Rona was the 19th. Blake Breakthrough was the 17th. And then after that, so this weekend was Intruder Longshot Ugly Dolls. And then on Netflix was Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Um, And the next, (laughs) next weekend is going to be where we see, like, how is Detective Pikachu going to do? How is The Hustle going to do? Tolkien also comes out next week that I forgot about. I was like, holy shit. Um, That was a movie we said we really wanted to see. Also, there's an STX Entertainment film coming out next week as well. Palms. Oh, yeah. The one with the uh, grandma cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one's going to be coming out as well. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think. First off... If you didn't see Ugly Dolls, I want your opinion mainly on the casting thing that we talked about. Um, and this goes for anyone. Is Was that the big problem of this? Did we spend too much time harping on that um, for this movie? Also, if you saw it, let us know what you guys think down below. Who's your show stealer? What rating would you give it? All that jazz. Make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash Podcast. That's how you help support MVP. Help us get a new studio 
sooner rather than later. You can also help us out by going to iTunes to give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. It really means the world to us, helps us get in the ears of more people. want to thank you guys for watching this review on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.